rough days in showbiz. We're back. I have a really cool guest today. Without further ado, let me get to it. Let me tell you who she is. Veronica Wheat, a.k.a. Chef V, is a celebrity chef known for her healthy creations and her huge fan base of loyal customers. She founded Chef V in 2010, providing wellness chef services to private clients in the San Diego area. Today, Chef V is a national player in the organic food delivery industry with kitchens in San Marcos, California, and West Caldwell, New Jersey. Delivering all over the U.S., her famous cleanses and green drinks have earned her raving fans, and she has become a sought-after guest expert. As a certified nutritional therapist and author of Making Cleansing Easier, she literally wrote the book on cleansing. Always giving back to her community, Chef V volunteers for many charities, and she has served as a board member of the California Certified Organic Foundation, and she also produces and writes and hosts her own content. <laughs> and here she is, Veronica, a.k.a. Chef V. Woo! <laughs> Thank you for that introduction. I'm happy to have you here. This is really cool. Yeah, awesome to be here. I'm excited. I'm excited. So you, as we said, you make a lot of your own content and, and you're, you are an entrepreneur. Um, and I know there's a lot of rough days in showbiz that can go with both of those. So <laughs> I, I'm eager to see what you have to talk about. Yeah. Uh, well, you know, it's quite interesting uh, running your own business. And then when you want to, you know, and being the face of your own business uh, and the name of your own business. So, yeah. you know, uh, as a chef, I would love to share more recipes with people. And so we've, you know, started trying to create content for our own cooking show to kind of just spread healthy recipes and just give my, you know, my fan base and clients more value. Um, so, you know, like the owner of Kraft Foods wouldn't like star and produce, write and like create all the content for their own commercial. Um, mm. but as an entrepreneur, that's kind of my job. So yeah. there's a lot that goes into, um, doing this cooking show. Um, so there's tons of things that are unforeseeable and especially when you're, you know, producing it, writing it, and then you have to star in it and make sure everything's going correct. It's a lot. Um, yeah. I know you've done a lot of interviews too. Like, have you ever had any weird like interview show moments? Like uh, I know you've done like morning shows and things like that. Had there been times where you're like, Oh, this sucks. <laughs> you're like, Oh, this is, uh, this was an odd, this was an awkward moment with, with these hosts. Well, I think what happens sometimes like most common is that they'll like say, okay, the, are there any questions you'd like to go over or, Hey, here's the questions for the show. And so, you know, you kind of like send them some answers or you'll study those, you'll do that. And then you get there and like, they literally don't even ask you one of those questions. They start asking you like all these other random questions because and you're like, wait, what? I don't have I my prepare? mind like mentally prepared for this. And you're asking me all this other stuff. But I mean, luckily I just, I'm pretty good at going with the flow um, and curveballs. And even sometimes I've learned, like if someone asks you a question, like, just say what you want to say anyways. Like, even if you're not mm. answering the question, just like go on and say what you want to say. And sometimes that just works really well. Um, so I've sometimes done that. Or like, if they ask you something, just kind of turn it into whatever you really wanted to say. That works really well. So learn those tactics. I love that. <laughs> That's great advice. Yeah. And so what about creating your own content? I mean, I know I've said many, many times on this podcast, it's been said that producing is putting out fires every second, almost. 
Yeah. I mean, so like, especially when you don't really know what you're doing, like now that I've done like five episodes, I feel like I'm like an expert almost now in it, not an expert, but I feel like next time going into it, I would definitely know way more what I'm doing. But like, for example, like I have to write the recipes, right? I create them. And like, sometimes when I'm writing them, like I forget like an ingredient or something. And then there I am in the moment, like doing the show. And I'm like, holy shit excuse my language, like, holy crap, (laughs) I forgot an ingredient. And like, you know, so you kind of have to like, either just go with that right then and there or throw in the ingredient or change things. Um, And so, you know, like, you can't really get mad at anyone but yourself because you're like, can't be like, who wrote this thing? You know, it's like, I feel I wrote it. So, (laughs) um, you know, so that's kind of like some of the hard parts about, you know, producing it, writing. It's like, there's just so much that you have to take on um, that by the time when you get to like, where the actor should be and they should just be like seamlessly doing what they're doing. You're like, Oh gosh, I don't have this ingredient or I forgot to put this in the recipe or in the script. Um, so that's kind of interesting. I uh, definitely learned a lot more from that. So hopefully that won't be going on in the future, but yeah, the first day we filmed, we did like two days of eight hours filming three episodes in one day and like two episodes the second day. Um, we tried originally our idea was like, Hey, let's have like a special guest on the show, like each time and like teach them how to cook and the pandemic hit. So we're like, okay, let's do it like virtually. Mm. So like cook doing cooking show virtually was like teaching somebody was like really (laughs) lots of obstacles. I mean, where you like have to get them all the ingredients, make sure that they get all the ingredients and then make sure like everything matches. And it was definitely, I mean, it worked, but it was like, I don't know how we pulled that one off. Um, But the first day, you know, we filmed, I I was just running around like a crazy person trying to like, you know, get all the ingredients, get everything right. Uh, Just, you know, dealing with everyone in their positions and everything. And I ended up like going barefoot the whole day. And I was like (laughs) on a hard floor, like just not even thinking about it. And I actually like ended up throwing out my back because I was just on a hard floor like all day for eight hours, like not even paying attention. So the next day, my back was like completely shot. Um, And you know, the show must go on and no one can know that you have a hurt back. So I just like hammered it out the next day and kind of just like went numb, like made myself not think about it. And then, you know, obviously suffered from it later. But yeah, I mean, those are the, some of the struggles of an entrepreneur. <laughs> Might look glamorous on the in the end product, but it's definitely a lot of work and struggle going through getting all that stuff. So wow, there's no time for shoes in producing. There really isn't. There's just there's <laughs> no time. You're lucky if you can get your pants on. From yeah, and that's based off of all the things I've heard about it. Um, it's yeah, a lot of times with, with this podcast with me, I'm like, oh. I'll be doing somebody's intro and I'll go, oh, I don't know how to say your name. <laughs> and that's really embarrassing. <laughs> yeah. I remember one episode, I had to say their name. I had to keep asking them, how, how do you say your name? That, oh, one more time. Oh, how do you say your name? One more time. Um, <laughs> and that's really embarrassing. And that's a bummer. Wow. Okay. So no shoes, no shoes while producing. Probably wouldn't be the first time for, for people, for somebody. Yeah. And acting. So I was also and acting. starring. Yeah. I was the, I was the cooking instructor so yeah and so and i you do like skits as well as like promos for yeah, for the, the yeah we've done some funny you know commercials um and actually that's really cool like some of the things that like you know you're just testing or trying or being silly with sometimes um end up being like your best content hmm. so we have like a commercial where you know we 
kind of took there's like this dollar shave club commercials like from like you know like long long ago it was very like dry sarcastic um <laughs> so we kind of took like that sort of like feel um and did this green drink uh commercial where you know my husband he's kind of always like the grunt of the joke um and in fact in our cooking show he's like sous chef b i'm chef b so he's kind of like the fumbly like sous chef he's really not allowed in the kitchen but um <laughs> he's great on the camera and stuff he's the on the eye so he uh anyways in our commercial we were doing he's kind of like you know you're not not talking but he's always like you know the butt of every joke um and in one of the scenes we're kind of like running down the street and i'm like you know my green drink gives you tons of energy so you can like run all morning long and we're just kind of running and like the birds are chirping and so we did like five or six takes of this like running down the street running down the street and you know all the neighbors are watching and everyone's like kind of like what's going on and so the last take we're like you know what you need to just like pour the green drink like all yeah. over you and the like last take like and this is our last one because like once you have the green drink all over you like can't really do another shot <laughs> yeah so we do it like you know my green drink gives you tons of energy like keep going all day long and i'm like right honey and he just like pours the drink like mm -hmm. all over him and it was like the funniest thing ever it was like the money shot we use that and um you know, it wasn't part of the script, wasn't part of the plan, but like sometimes that's like your best content. Yep. So. I that's exactly the one I was referring to. I'm glad you brought that up. <laughs> I was like, oh, it was really funny. It was good. Yeah. Um, and kind of like back to the other thing I was talking about, like when you know you're like running out of an ingredient or like you forgot something. Um, also like that sometimes ends up being like great content too, even though you're like thinking it's a mess up or like a screw up. Yep. But sometimes, you know, sometimes people like they like that you know, kind of like real relatable stuff. Mm -hmm. Like, oh, you know, sorry, we don't have like, like, for example, one time I was like renting, a, I, I was doing a kitchen for the cooking show that wasn't our kitchen. And I didn't have like a brush to brush like the egg on top of like the crust. Mm. So I'm like, all right, well, if you don't have a brush, you know, one thing you can do is like take the, like take a paper towel and dip it in the egg and just kind of brush it on like that. And like, you know, that's something that we had to do on the fly. But it also ends up being good content because it's like, hey, that's like maybe someone at home is doing this recipe and they don't have that either. And so now they can implement this. And sometimes, you know, mistakes happen and they end up being great content. So, yeah, I don't have a brush. I, I, it's true. <laughs> so I don't know what I would do. I'd probably do that. How about the book? I mean, writing the book. Were there rough days in showbiz with that? Oh, yeah. So. Yeah. Uh, in 2014, we moved to New York City to expand our business because we started in San Diego and you kind of expanded like LA, Orange County. So we decided to move to New York because it's, you know, huge population. That's kind of our model's population density. Mm -hmm. um, so while I was there, I didn't really have like a social life. So I decided I've always wanted to write a book. So I thought, you know what, like as my like after work project and kind of like my spare time, I'm really going to like write this book. And I want to do a cookbook and that's like my goal like while i live here to finish this cookbook so i like bought the like the fanciest camera that like exists because i'm like mm. oh i'm gonna like do all my photography for food and like i'll have this for like instagram and like my blog and like i'll just really get into this like it was kind of a joke me like trying to learn to do photography and stuff so i like did all these recipes took all the pictures and like brought it to this publisher and they were like 
oh, that's so cute. Like, we're going to have to retake all these photos. Just oh. <laughs> like, that was a good try, but this is like not good. And thank God we did. But so anyway, so, you know, I had to basically retake all the photos. I had like 75 recipes in there. So I had oh. to cook in two days, 75 recipes. What? And have them do all the photos. And so, and this is something that you learn, like doing a cooking show and all this stuff too. Like, you know, I, and I like did every single ingredient, like down to like a grain of salt and pepper, like for each recipe. And then like, after all that time, I realized like, you don't have to do every single ingredient. Like this is just for like the photos for the book. <laughs> like, we just like, should just like got like the gist, you know, but, um, so it took like a really long time and, you know, I thought it was going to take like six months and they're taking like two and a half years. Um, and then I went through a rebranding, like right before I was going to publish my book, I went through a rebranding where we redid my logos and like kind of redid like the whole feel for the company, um, which is like the current logos we have now and our current like message, which is like making healthier, easier. Mm. Um, and so just that rebranding, like stalled the book, like six months. Um, so kind wow. of so like sitting there waiting for this rebranding to be done. And then once it was, and we just kind of slapped that logo on the new cover and then had a new photo and used that. So it was good that we waited. I'm glad that we did, but it's just like one unforeseeable thing after the next. Yeah. But it's like looking back now, it's like the next book I want to write. Like I probably could get it done in six months just because I actually know more of the process now what you really need to do and what you really don't need to do, like use every single ingredient for the picture. That sucks though, having to retake all the photos. Oh, oh <laughs> that is such a bummer. And in it two days, <laughs> oh. Uh, yeah. yeah, I tried to, I tried to actually take my own headshots, um, you know, cause it was, we were stuck inside and all that. And I was like, let me take my own headshots. And um, that was not, and then I got new headshots recently and I went, oh, okay, touche. <laughs> <laughs> I'll let the professional do it. Yeah. Yeah. But, but that's, that's, that's the entrepreneurial spirit. You know, it's like, I do it myself. Yeah. But it's well, you know. a good entrepreneur knows that you don't do anything yourself. You delegate everything. <laughs> that's, that's kind of the struggle. Um, Best advice for being an yeah. entrepreneur. Yeah. That's yeah. probably a better idea. Cause we will do everything and we shouldn't. Yeah. There are people who know more than us. Are there? Maybe. <laughs> there are. Yeah. And I know we were trying to get together, you know, for the past like couple of weeks. And it's just funny because as we're trying to get together, talking about this, you know, struggles and, you know, things that happen, I'm going through like a plethora of struggles. And um, wow. I was like, well, I've got plenty of content for your show. <laughs> There's always a rough day as an entrepreneur. There's always something going on. Um, so I don't know if you want to talk about kind of all that kind of stuff that was Absolutely. going on totally. um, during that time. It's kind of interesting. Um, so yeah, so basically our model is delivery. Uh, we do all raw organic green drinks and cleanses. Um, so a couple of years ago, maybe like four years ago, we really wanted to expand our business because we have like a West Coast presence and an East Coast presence. And so we used to like deliver with our own drivers in San Diego County, Orange County, LA County, and then all the Bay Area. And then as well on the East Coast, like all of New York City plus North Jersey. And we did like Boston, Philly, and DC with our own drivers. 
Well, UPS uh, started, you know, coming to us saying, okay, well, like if you guys have enough business, we'll give you like a way better rates and you can open up like, you know, way more areas. So we decided, okay, we're going to go from delivering with our own drivers to shipping so that we can really expand our business and reach way more areas. Now we can be in like, you know, South Carolina and Arizona and Washington, Oregon. So we did that and it was really like kind of to our demise. Um, We now we have way more clients, right? But we have, when you have more clients, you have more problems. And now all of our product is in like a third party handler. So, you know, we have way less control. Like we can't call that driver and be like, Hey, where are you? When you, when are you going to get there? You know, you have a tracking number and stuff like that, but sometimes they hold the packages or weather. Um, so there's all these things that happen. Like we don't get reimbursed by UPS if they like delay the package like a day or two. And we have a perishable product. So now the product arrives, it's no longer fresh or cold. Um, so we, you know, have to eat that cost our clients mm. mad, we get bad reviews. So it just ended up being like a way worse service. Um, we were able to grow and get new areas. But again, like I said, it's just like a worse service. And that's just not the service that we want to provide. Like we love and pride ourselves on like being like the new milkman, like our driver mm. delivers it before you wake up in the morning, like at 6am, it's like sitting on your door fresh and in a little insulated bag with an ice pack. And our driver has taken like a little photo. So if like if it's a new delivery and someone's like, Hey, I didn't get my delivery this morning. You know, they can say, we can call the driver and the driver will be like, Hey, it's, you know, I left it right here at this place. Oh, it's the neighbors. Like, so it's just like a lot better service. We have control over it. So anyways, that was the background story. So what happened uh, the week that we were trying to get together is we were just reopening the Bay area and we have a refrigerated truck that drives to LA orange County every week, but we decided, Hey, let's start doing the Bay area. Again, we have enough deliveries up there. Let's use our own drivers and start giving that better service. So that was like on a Wednesday that they load up the truck and supposed to go up there. Well, on Tuesday, our truck broke, our refrigerated truck broke and we took it to the Ford dealership and they said, okay, actually it had just broke like a week before and we got it fixed. And then the week that it's supposed to go out, it literally breaks down. And so we are on our way to New Jersey facility. And this is in California, this truck's here. So we're, you know, send it to Ford and they're like, oh, you know, after you just spent, you know, almost $10,000 to get it fixed. Now it's going to be another $10,000 to get this part. But, and it's September 20th, but your part is actually not available until October 15th. That's a month away, right? And so we're like, well, what are we going to do? Like, we literally just told all of our clients, like we're delivering up there this week. So on the fly, we had to just like say, just kidding. We're not delivering this week. We're going to ship, which is like, not what we want to do to our clients, but at least, you know, they're still going to get their product. So now we're like, okay, well, we have a week to figure this out. Like we got to get, we don't, there's nowhere to get a truck. So we're like trying to find a truck, rent a truck anywhere. And meanwhile, we're on an airplane, like to New Jersey. So we're trying to find a truck. There's nothing. I'm calling like people that we know, like even like our produce vendors, they have trucks. Like we rent a truck from you guys. And they're like, honestly, like we're down four trucks. Like we have, we're in the same boat as you guys. Like four of our refrigerated trucks have broken and because of this freaking pandemic. So it's affecting everything. Um, so we can't get parts. And then everyone else is in the same boat. So their trucks are breaking. So all the trucks are rented out. Then we're like, okay, well, what's the next option? Like, we have to buy a truck. Like, the show must go on. Like, we have to run our business. So uh, 
you can't even buy a truck. There's no trucks even <laughs> buy. Like that's how crazy it is. There's no inventory. There's nothing. So my husband finds a van, a refrigerated van, and it's literally the refer is being put on like as he's speaking to this person. And 30 minutes after the reefers put on, we buy this van from in New Jersey. We're like signing papers, like taking snapshots on our cell phone, like sending over the paperwork, having my employee drive down there to drive, test it out. It was like an hour and a half away. It's the only vehicle within 500 miles that's like available that has like refrigeration, like anyway. So we're dealing with that. So then we get the van. We load it all up and our reefer truck, like it would run and like the refrigeration would stay, um, like it'd stay on, even though the truck would turn off. Well, learning curve for us, the first day we have all of our product in there, the driver goes, you know, shuts, like goes, turns the car off and goes like to his hotel as he normally would. And um, this van does not run unless the car is on. So he goes out there in the morning and the truck is 50 degrees, which it needs to be like below 40 degrees. Yeah. So we get a call. Luckily, all the product was still cold. Like they have ice packs and everything in there. Hmm. So the product was cold, but the, the, the reefer was not. So luckily nothing was damaged, but like it could have been really bad. Um, and then we we're just like on top of everything. We're like, how did we not think of this? Like, how is this like the one thing? Like, none of us thought about this. So it's just funny. Like, you think you know, you know what you're doing, and you really have no idea what you're doing. What, what is? Yeah. What is the reefer? Is that? Oh, reefer is like the refrigeration. Oh, okay, okay. <laughs> I thought of something else. Not like, not like a reefer. <laughs> yeah, I was like, what kind of? Huh. And so, you know, this is all going on in, in California and then we're landing in Jersey, you know, there's like a storm, we make it in 10 minutes before where they were going to reroute us to like Connecticut. So, you know, there's all this <laughs> drama about being bi-coastal and traveling and, you know, during all of this. Um, so we're, we're like, we're bi-coastal like every other month. Uh, we're, we live full-time in San Diego, but um, we're in New Jersey like every other month. So I'll be back there in like 30 days. Um, so we touched down, we're actually expanding our, um, East coast facility because we're like growing so fast out there. We need more like refrigeration and just more space. Yeah. Um, so we went out there to kind of like, you know, talk with the contractors and solidify everything and get the plans like approved by the city so we can get this all rocking. So, you know, they sent us a proposal like before we ever signed the lease. And they said, okay, you know, it's gonna be forty thousand dollars for the build out. We really didn't need much, just like a refrigerator and then just like space and then like demoing because we already have a kitchen like next door. Um, so we signed the lease, you know, thinking that this is the budget, this is great, we're gonna go forward with this. And then we get there and they're like, Oh yeah, here's the new proposal, and it's two hundred thousand dollars, which is more than four times the amount that they yeah. thought it was gonna be. And so we're just like jaw drop to the ground like <laughs> we just signed the lease and now you're telling us it's more than four times more expensive like mm. really five times so we were just kind of like flabbergasted and then just going through all this crap with the truck and then we kind of like you know just took all these hits from this side and we get there and we're like oh my god we're getting jabbed from this side now um so you know that's just kind of some of the things that we're dealing with <laughs> day to day as and that's not even like dealing with like you know the typical like 
customer complaints and oh just lots of fun stuff all the time (laughs) (laughs) do you get do you have yelp or do you have something like that where oh yeah we have yelp oh my favorite ever (laughs) (laughs) right yeah we have yelp we have facebook uh you know google um and you know the, the worst thing about like reviews i mean we have amazing reviews like i wouldn't be in business if i didn't yeah. you know I, i'm always like you know 4.5 or higher but like mm. most people they're not like no one's motivated to leave a good review you know people really get motivated when they're ticked off they've spent money that either they're mad about or they couldn't afford or whatever the reason um and then they you know just like take it out on you and it's just like like I, as like, so my juice has ruined people's lives. Apparently you know? like, <laughs> it's the worst thing that's ever happened in their life. And I'm just like, wow, your life must be really great. <laughs> right. Yeah. Drink's the worst thing that's ever happened to you, but people, you know, I don't know. They just get really emotional. And, and that, so we have, we have ads, you know, like all on Facebook and Instagram and mm. like the trolls that just like reply on our ads, like the things <laughs> that they say, like just the weirdest things and i'm like people are just so strange i yeah it's quite interesting and i'm just like i'm glad you got that out like delete (laughs) you're welcome it's just strange (laughs) customers are the worst yeah there needs to be the worst but they're also the best i mean i have like amazing customers too but i will say the worst like i get like my my staff's always like, okay, we have a, a you know, psychopath on <laughs> this lady's going psycho. <laughs> like, <laughs> literally they're going psycho. I'm like, that's crazy. Oh my God. <laughs> yeah. I, I'm proud to say I've never written a Yelp review. Oh, wow. so I check Yelp all the time, Yeah, but I've never, uh, I've never read a, uh, wrote a review and you got to take it with a grain of salt, obviously. Totally. Can you recall any Yelp reviews? that you read and you were just like, what, who is, how, <laughs> why? I mean, there's, yeah, there's a ton. I've, I had like one person say like, I'm going to ruin your business. I'm going to take you down. I'm like, really? <laughs> like my, my cleanse was that miserable for you. Like, <laughs> and you know, and then I'm like, okay, like, I'm like, is this person going to be like around the corner with a baseball bat? Like, who knows? Like people are just so strange, but yeah, I've had like threats on there. Oh. Um, I've had just people go like absolutely psycho. Um, I mean, sometimes like if people want a refund, like, you know, it takes like five days to like, for to like go back and hit their account and they'll just like go like ripping like this company is a scam. They'll take your money. Like, like oh, we're not like, I wouldn't be in business if I, this was a scam and I'm just taking everyone's money. And if this, I didn't have a product that I genuinely believe in and that works. I mean, does it work for everybody? I don't think anything, everything works for everybody. Um, and you know, some people do a cleanse and who knows what else they're got going on in their life or what else they're doing or ingesting or, you know, <laughs> so like, I yeah. can't really take responsibility for everyone's who knows what's going on, but yeah, there's, I mean, yeah. Yelp is hilarious. So, you know, we try to like incentivize people to leave reviews and, um, not like giving free stuff away, but just like, you know, asking for reviews. Um, if you don't ask, you won't get them, but yeah. people, they just, they want to genuinely like tell people the good success that they've had. And I'm grateful for those people, but mainly you get like just people complaining. on those kind of reviews. <laughs> so I feel bad for the restaurant industry because you could get ruined on that, on that. Oh yeah, totally. Yeah, totally. What about starting out? Like, re- like, um, did you pitch this to people? I mean, was this like, was this something that you were 
like uh <laughs> I watched Shark Tank. Did you like Shark Tank this? Like, no, you know, did you get a lot of no's? Did were people like, oh, you know, I don't believe in that. I have people like tell me all the time, like, oh, you should go on Shark Tank. It sounds so like Shark Tank. And you know, originally we were like, oh, like we don't want to like tell everyone like all our secrets. Like we're not going on Shark Tank. Yeah. You, know? you don't need um, to now, I don't think. Yeah. Well, like, you know, and that was also like 10 years ago before like there was like thousands of juice companies out there and hmm. um, meal prep companies and stuff. Um, so, but yeah, I've, I've never really pitched anything like that. Um, my husband and I have started this 10 years ago and we've kind of just been doing it on our own, like the whole time wow. no investors, no like outside people or anything. Um, kind of just two kids really like starting this and figuring it all out on the way. <laughs> but, uh, in the beginning I, you know, no one really knew what a green drink was. Um, I'm kind of like famous for just this green drink and mm. having it every day. Um, so like kind of pitching like, Hey, you need to have the green drink every day. And like how people understand that was very interesting. And like, you know, everyone wants the magic bullet, right? Like nobody mm -hmm. wants to do something like every day and like put the work in like to be healthy. Like everyone just wants like the cleanse that like cleanses everything away and like melts their fat. And like, they're just... <laughs> healthy and beautiful all of a sudden and like then they can just go back to like eating pizza and drinking beer every day you know like everyone, wants, everyone wants that right that's how it works <laughs> <laughs> nobody wants to like drink the green drink every day and like do the work and work out and like you know every day like people just want like you know new year's resolution or like the one thing you know and so as a nutritional therapist, I saw like all these cleanses that were out there and everyone's doing these cleanses and their juice cleanses and They've got like, you know, 200 grams of sugar per day. And even though it's like fruit and mm. vegetables, like you should never have more than 40 grams of sugar a day in your diet. Anyways, anything over 40 grams turns to fat. Oh, um, shit. And Whoops. if you have, if you're diabetic, you really shouldn't have more than 20 grams of sugar per day. It doesn't matter if it's like natural refined mm. or what it is. Um, so these cleanses are like, oh, you're cleansing. And they're giving you 200 grams of sugar. That's like more than five times the amount that somebody should be having in their diet. So I created a cleanse where you're getting like, you know, this whole jug a day and it's like four 16 ounce green drinks plus mm. two protein shakes a day, which no cleanses have protein. You really need protein in the diet even it's just vegan. Oh, and yeah, then you get true. this, you get a soup at night. It's like warm, like you have a carrot ginger and like a sweet potato curry soup. It's just like Ooh. really satiating at night. Like it really like tastes like steak after you've been drinking juice all day. Yeah. So, um, so yeah, so I kind of created that. So people will do the cleanse and I really just kind of like started like giving it to people for free and having them like do it and testing it and um, just seeing the results. And people were just like having such great results. It was super doable. Like people weren't hungry. I have like, you know, big people do it. Males do it. Females do it. Tiny people do it. Active people do it. Um, and really like, you know, people would love to do that. And then they would see all the success. And during that process, I'd really educate them about like having the green drink. So I really had to create like an entry product into like educating people about having the green drink each day, which really like my end result is just like having people do this. Um, but of course, everyone wants the magic bullet. No one wants to like just start small and do something like little every day. Mm. Um, but once they do the cleanse, they kind of realize the importance of the green drink every day. So I educate them through that. And then have people that stick on the drink each week. That's awesome. And so um, do you have any other rough day in showbiz stories that you had? Yeah, just, just checking. Um, I mean, I kind of 
like suffer from anxiety. Um, I've kind of had it ever since college. So like I get a little anxiety, like sometimes like on set. Yeah. Um, and so like my anxiety is sometimes like breathing anxiety. So I remember like I was on the set for uh, Good Morning La La Land and there was like, you know, three other guests and like the lights were so bright and it's like way hotter when you're like under the lights. Yeah. And then you're kind of seeing yourself on the monitors. <laughs> and I was like, oh gosh, and, like I just started like kind of like sweating. And then like I started breathing heavy and I'm like, oh gosh, like is this going to show on the camera? And um, you know, I get really anxious and then I'm like, but like, as soon as it was like can't action, they started talking, like it all just kind of went away. And mm. I just like, like, and I'm watching myself on the camera. I'm like, like looking back and I'm like, wow, like really can't, I could tell a little bit of my breathing, but like, it really didn't show through. So I'm grateful for that. But yeah, definitely like the anxiety is kind of nerve wracking. Um, and sometimes like, I think my fear is like, not getting what I want to say out. And I like think about that too much, but I really haven't, I haven't had too many issues with that. So I'm grateful for that. But yeah, I definitely do get anxiety before. So that's a struggle. Same Z's. Yeah. It's <laughs> crazy how, um, how, when you get there, I mean, the way it looks versus actually doing it, it's like, oh, it's very dark and the lights are so bright. And it's like, it look, it looks so smooth on TV. But then when mm -hmm. you're there, it's like, uh, <laughs> it's crazy it's jarring what do you what kind of cool stuff do you have coming up um well I'm trying to launch these cooking shows so the editing has taken like a lot longer than usual so you know it's funny because you know you're creating all this stuff and then you have the content and then it's like okay now do we do like how do we deploy it what do we do with it yeah because I mean you can have the best movie or show in the world but if no one sees it then what's the point you know yeah so, um, so kind of creating and figuring out how we're going to push all this out and just kind of giving the content to everybody. I've been really excited to do that for a while. Um, so it's kind of like frustrating that it's taking so long. Um, but yeah, I really want to like hit that hard. Um, you know, we've got the new year coming up. Uh, I'm also doing a retreat actually this weekend. I'm cooking uh, for a women's retreat. My cool. girlfriend and I, she's like a fitness instructor and guru. And, uh, we've done a couple retreats together, but this is our first like weekend retreat. Um, and so I'm really excited to be cooking for that and, um, just kind of teaching people what, how to eat healthy recipes and how to eat healthy and mindfully. Um, so yeah, it's kind of the immediate things I have coming up. And so how can people follow you? Um, uh, social media. I, yeah. I've got a couple social channels, chef V life on Instagram, Facebook. I'm not really active on Twitter, um, but definitely on Instagram and Facebook. Uh, I also have a YouTube channel, Chef V Life. And you can check out chefv.com. Now we're always doing specials. We're doing 50% off all of our cleanses and mm. green drinks. And I can't wait for you to try them. I can't wait to try it. <laughs> you've, you've made, you've, you've made me want to be remotely healthy, which is <laughs> impossible, difficult task, impossible task. No, not at all. See what I really practice and preach and believe in is like having this every day, like just have this first thing in the morning. So then at least like, you know, you started your day off great and like we mm -hmm. cleanse naturally each night. And so like your body's kind of like fasting all night and it's ready for nutrients and ready for something like super great in the morning. And we've mm. just not really been taught to eat vegetables for breakfast, but just by doing that first, then like 
go have fun like go to wendy's if you want to for lunch like at least you like knew you had this first thing in the morning and your body's like thriving and, and getting that like your body can't absorb infinite amount of nutrients so just do something like healthy for it each day consistent and you know live your life i love it you are fantastic this was so this was excellent thank you so much for being yeah. on here i'm glad we can make this happen yeah i'm Hope you get some good content and totally, totally. I look forward to seeing the show. Chef V. Woo! <laughs> Thank you. You're listening to the Geekscape Network.